Brands trade on perception. They rarely trade on even facts. They just want you to believe they're likable or trustworthy or cute, clever, fun, whatever the theme of the brand is, the emotional theme. That's what they want you to feel. It's a loser's game to sit here and compare myself to my competitor all day because the logical mind finds fault with all arguments. These are features and nice selling points, but the real reason somebody might want to come to your bar is because it's fun. It's a happy hour all day. You know, that's the real reason people return to a brand is the perception is I enjoy that. I like that. I got my money's worth, whatever it is. So you drive people to your brand on perception and you keep them loyal by giving them a good experience. Welcome to Uncooked, a podcast serving up raw insights for marketers as we hear the unfiltered truth from industry experts, brands, and the target audiences we serve in their own words. I'm your host, Jacqueline Lieberman, and today on Uncooked is my guest, Brian Gregory. He's the CEO of a company called Admanity. That's the fusion of ads and humanity. I know, it's my jam. I know. Admanity is the first company to create an online test and a predictive algorithm to determine the best emotional advertising strategy for any business in any niche. I know. They're on a mission to help 1 million small businesses advertise effectively. It sounds like a huge promise to make, but I'm telling you firsthand, they are on to something. And keep listening for a gift that's exclusive to listeners of Uncooked today. So lots to get to. Let's dig in. Hey, Brian, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you today. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be a really interesting show. It sure is. And I'm excited for my listeners to get to know you and get to know Admanity. But before we get into your amazing technology that's behind Admanity, I'd love to hear a little bit about your backstory. How did you find yourself to be an expert in emotional marketing and advertising tactics? And tell us some fun things that maybe are not even on your website or your bio. I think I learned about advertising as a willing hostage. I had a magazines 20 years ago. And when you have magazines, you have to learn how to sell ads. That's how magazines live. And if you're no good at selling ads, you don't get the ads. And then when you do get the ads to come in, you want them to work for the people. And I noticed a high percentage of people who created their own ads failed. And the ads didn't work, and they got disgusted with advertising, and they quit, and they'd lose interest and lose hope. And I thought, gosh, that's just a shame because their product is fine. It's just the way they're presenting it. So I started helping the advertisers to just create a more interesting ad, and it started to work. But there was no time to help them all. We had a very large magazine, and, and there was just no time to give seminars. So I wrote a book all about emotional marketing and how it works in advertising and why people always respond to emotion. So you should do that. And they loved the book, but it still wasn't specific enough to help every little business and every little niche and every little substrata of marketing. And so that's when we started to work on the um, Admanity algorithms so that you could go online and get this done. So it all started from sort of adversity. I wanted to make sure my advertisers were well taken care of. And I had to start coaching them because they don't teach this in schools. I mean, you go to school, they don't teach you how to create clever ads. They teach you what marketing is, but they don't teach you exactly how. So that's what we do. So you went from being like ad sales guy trying to sell ads to looking at their performance, seeing that they're not actually performing 
to coaching them of how to actually make a more effective ad. And then that kind of gave birth to what you're calling Admanity today. Is that right? Yeah, it's exactly it. I realized that when we changed the ads for these people, and we did a couple of experiments where we had a large group of people and we fixed all their ads and they, they absolutely had way better results. When I realized that that was all that was needed, that these people weren't stupid. They were ignorant of the methods that work. That's all. And once they right. were shown that, they had an aha moment and said, oh, wow, that's all it is. I said, yeah, that's all it is. But you were off base. So, right. yeah, and because I wanted to help them and I wanted to help my magazine, I didn't want to lose any more customers to just people not knowing how to do it right. So, Brian, why don't you tell everyone what Admanity is and the problem that it's solving for small businesses today? Well, Admanity is an online assessment. That's how you are introduced to Admanity. You take a five-minute online assessment. But unlike a personality test that's all about you, this assessment is all about your business, your brand, your baby. So we're analyzing not you today, but we're analyzing how the brand will interact with other people, the audience, the target. What do they want? What do they want from you? What do they wish you would say to them and do for them? What shouldn't you do? These types of things come out very, very quickly. And the test is five minutes. So it's five minutes of your life and some true, false, easy answer questions. And the algorithms go to work and they can tell amazing things, eye-opening things about your brand very, very quickly. And that's just the opening hello from us. I mean, we can go so deep. It's a little bit, it's crazy how much we know about a brand and how much we can help them after only five minutes. And so we're the alternative to hiring a very expensive ad agency to get those answers. So can you then just explain as though I'm a kindergartner about how exactly does your technology do this in this five minute assessment? So, and I'll explain to listeners that I did it myself and it really is true within five minutes, you just get this amazing, what I'll call brief of findings about your brand, about your DNA of the brand, what your emotional aspects you should be and triggers that you should be talking about in market. But before we even get to that, just talk a little bit about your technology and how on earth are you able to do this in five minutes? The comment most people make after taking the assessment is mind blowing. So that's a good question because it doesn't seem like it should be possible. Right. It seems like those types of answers should come after thousands of questions and hours of labor and yes. money being spent. This test is, for the most part, we're going to offer up some free tests today on the show. So stay tuned, folks. So the first thing we did, and this took years in itself. So the, the seven-year evolution of this started with identifying the key core archetypes of advertising and influence in that area. We came up with 15 emotions. As we researched all the ads that had been home run success stories over the past hundred years, you start to see the same things happen. You start to see patterns. You see the same emotions popping up in the similar formulas for another ad that was a home run success. What was in it? Oh, look, it's some of the same emotions we've already identified. These things seem to have a pattern. And after a while, you start to be able to identify some of those patterns. And that started to form the framework of the algorithms. So these things happen over and over. So they weren't flukes. 
You can literally go back through history and see the same formula being used by a different company for a different brand, and it works just as well over and over again. Why? Because humans like certain things. You like James Bond. I like James Bond probably for all the same reasons. I guarantee you the next James Bond movie is going to be really similar to the last <laughs> 20 James Bond movies, right? Same, same formula. formula. Right? We love formulas. Game shows, they're all alike. Sitcoms, they're all alike. Infomercials, very, very similar in structure. Why? Because that's what works. So once you know the formulas that work on humanity, and that's where we get admanity, that's advertising plus humanity. Love it. Combined together into one word. Once you understand the formulas that we seem to like, for whatever reason, million years of evolution, here we are, use them. Once you know them, use them. And that was the first step, was just identifying the 15 emotions that have sold everything on the planet Earth, and then figuring out the combinations, because they go together. Usually at least two are paired up in a successful ad. So you have to know which two go together. You can't just say, Oh, this is an authority ad, so just scream authority at everybody and they'll buy it. No, they won't. It's actually a little more complicated than that. Authority is created by other emotions. It triggers authority. Authority is triggered. It can't be mandated or shoved in your face. It must be triggered. And we learned where the triggers are and the pulleys that make an ad work psychologically on all of us. And that took a while. That's why it took seven years, because it wasn't an easy walk through the park. We didn't just write them all down and we're, we were done in a weekend. <laughs> Far from it. There was over 74 algorithms that wow. failed. Each one meticulously created only to fail. And so for a long time, we failed at this until we got it right. So it's been a long time coming. The prospect of using Admanity's tech to help companies quickly land on the motivating aspects of their offering so they can improve their marketing efforts, I think is an exciting development in the small business space. When companies can't afford an ad agency at the beginning, Admanity offers a repeatable method that's grounded in the best practices from the most effective ads of all time. I know what you're thinking. All of this talk about formulas, you're like, where's the creativity? But think about it this way. The formulas Brian's referring to, it's just the starting point of finding the best ways to combine the brand's truth with what the audience wants. This is all about triggering behaviors in the best way. Next, Brian gets into the different archetypes their tech explores. I should note though that these are different from the 12 archetypes created by Carl Jung used by strategists everywhere, myself included. When we refer to archetypes in this episode, it's really about archetypal primal emotions, which represent your brand and which emotive combinations will attract people to your brand or company. Okay, let's keep going. I think everybody knows logically, if you're a brand manager, that emotions are key to everything we do to attract people to our brand or company. What do you say to that brand manager who still wants to talk about feature, function, price? How do you navigate that with some of your findings? Well, usually when we get somebody who's pretty skilled at marketing, advertising, you know, we're talking to an agency level thinker. 
we can show them the full report that we can generate and we can show them there's so much detail in that. They will find all of their hot points and favorite triggers, so to speak, in there. It's just a question of how do you trigger them. So if price is a big deal for your company, we're going to show you 16 different ways maybe to trigger price. So let's say you're a low price leader. Price is all you're about. You're Walmart in a sense. Price is everything. So we'll show you many, many different ways on how to rally around that cause. But if you're a more altruistic company, say you're a Bombas Socks and you give away half of your product goes to homeless people and such, you know, then altruism is going to steal the show. And we're going to show you how to trigger altruism in your brand because people seem to like that as well. And so it just it flows and it ebbs Mm -hmm. as the archetypes sort of change places. And they're all family. Let's be honest, you know, excitement, happiness, temptation. You could say they're all very similar. Prestige, admiration, ambition, altruism, innovation, attraction. So there's similarities between them, but they're all separate and unique. And so once we've isolated which one you are, there's over 150 pages of information on exactly how you would do it. And this helps them eliminate what will not work or what's kind of been shown not to be so effective and focus on the good stuff. Right. So the archetypes that you've just explained, those are what you refer to as the primal emotions? Yes. When we say archetype, it's kind of a complicated word. We're really saying there are 15 emotions that have sold everything on the planet. Now, within each of those emotions, let's say you're the prestige brand. Within prestige, there are many other emotions contributing to the desire for the prestige brand. Some, at some point, somebody says, I got to have that. But what triggers that decision to buy? You can't just say we're prestigious. <laughs> well, then the next person that says that outdoes you, right? So that's not much of a strategy. So you have to trigger the desire for prestige. And that's what we show people how to do. And most people don't think that way. That's kind of deep. That's emotional right. depth there. But that's how the brain is sort of told, oh, well, I look over there. That's exactly what I want. Why? I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> and that decision is worth a lot of money. If you know how to get to there, well, you're going to do really, really well in the business world. That's great. I mean, I think last time we spoke, you said something that I jotted down because I was like, oh, I need to talk about this on the podcast. You had said, your unconscious mind never grows up. So tell everybody what you mean by that. Right. We're all subconsciously living our lives. And they say 95% of your mind's activity is subconscious, meaning you really didn't have to think about it, focus on it, walking, driving your car, making cereal in the morning. You don't even really have to think about what you're doing. So these subconscious subroutines are helping us just focus our conscious mind on what's important, such as, is there a predator nearby or a problem that could harm me? You know, so your conscious mind is taking in all this data and your subconscious is helping you to sort of function. Now, the interesting thing about the subconscious is it's the mind with the credit card. It's the mind that buys stuff. Mm -hmm. And when it feels emotionally triggered, the subconscious mind is kind of dominant at that point and says, let's get that. A case in point, you watch a Skittles commercial. It says, taste the rainbow. And your conscious mind, you're sitting on the couch and your conscious mind says, this is absolutely ridiculous. This is the dumbest commercial I've ever seen. 
taste a rainbow. Come on, what do they think? I'm an idiot. And your subconscious mind is sitting on the same couch saying, hey, are you seeing what I'm seeing? We could taste a rainbow. And this is your inner child. The subconscious mind never really grows up. It likes simple things. It likes repetitive things. If you have a child and they watch the same Disney movie over and over and over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. you are witnessing the subconscious mind. It loves repetition. It loves emotion. It loves simple thought. It just stays and it loves everything that is not hard to figure out. It hates math and things like that. It's not there to compute and to be illogical. It's there to be illogical, irrational, and driven by impulse and emotion. And so that's the mind you want to get to if you're advertising, because that's the mind that says, I'll take it. I want the red Ferrari and I want it now. And the conscious mind saying, we can't afford a red Ferrari. And the subconscious is like, I don't care. I like it. I look good in this car. Emotional decisions are most all of the decisions you make. So advertising caters to the subconscious feeling, emotional mind. And that's what Admanity shows you how to do is just to structure your ads and your arguments and your emails and your social media posts to the subconscious. So what I really love about hearing all this is I've been talking for the last few years now about how I help brands act and behave more human than like a business or at least think in that way. Because I always feel if you look at your brand and you think about your brand and dissecting it and saying, well, here's my brand's mind, here's the heart, here's the soul, and you start to think about it in that way, you behave differently than saying, I am this company and I'm going to put out an advertising campaign. Two different ballgames, right? So I think what you're saying and what your tool's bringing to bear is whether it's an ad agency or it's a brand manager or an owner of a small business, you're giving them the tools to become more human as a brand. Would you agree? Do you think that that's an important trait for marketers to be thinking about? That's a really, really good point, Jacqueline, because most people, when we think about our businesses, of course, we're, we're buried alive in our businesses from morning to dusk, right? And we think of the facts and we think of the nuts and the bolts and the gears and the pulleys and the things we have to do today and all of the complaints and things that happen that we respond to. And we tend to think of our businesses as this machine-like thing. But you really ought to think of your business as an emotional, almost a, uh, you can't put your hand on it type of thing. You can't grasp it. Mm-hmm. You know, a brand is simply how people feel about you when your logo is not in the room. So it's a perception. Brands trade on perception. They rarely trade on even facts. They just want you to believe that they're likable or trustworthy or cute, clever, fun, whatever the theme of the brand is, the emotional theme. That's what they want you to feel. It's a loser's game to sit here and compare myself to my competitor all day because the logical mind finds fault with all arguments. It can poke a hole in anything. Mm -hmm. The subconscious mind says, I'll take it. So you really want to just focus on the emotional strong points of your brand, which is what we show you how to do, and try to get your mind divorced from the nuts and the bolts and the sale price on Thursday and the double secret reverse happy hour that you have on Wednesday nights. You know, these are features and nice selling points. But the real reason somebody might want to come to your bar is because it's fun. It's a happy hour all day. You know, that's the real reason people return 
to a brand is the perception is I enjoy that. I like that. I got my money's worth, whatever it is. So you drive people to your brand on perception and you keep them loyal by giving them a good experience. Of course, you have to do that. You can't just perceive people forever. But if you can make people perceive your brand in an emotionally positive way, and then when they actually do engage, you deliver the goods and you make them happy. Well, that's a formula for success. And most people try to over-educate the consumer about the brand. They want want to teach them everything they do because it's all good to them. But it's boring to the consumer, Right. right? Yeah. I want to pause here to highlight a few points. Earlier, Brian mentioned that if your brand is about prestige or low prices or even altruism, like Bombas socks, for example, I mean, it's great to land on the primary value that your brand gives people and it's necessary. But it's only the first step because you can't just go around shouting, hey, we're a prestige brand from the rooftops over and over and expect people to love you for it. Admanity's secret sauce is about providing all the various emotive combinations of how you should be talking about luxury and prestige to your audiences, for example. So here we are with our subconscious mind really making all the decisions, yet our marketing often tries to logically explain why our brand is the best. Do you see the disconnect here? Why don't you talk a little bit about how some small businesses are advertising incorrectly? So is it about that they're jamming too much into one communication? Is it that they're only about feature function? But can you walk us through maybe a real world example of what a brand has done incorrectly, but then used admanity to then course correct? Gosh, there's so many. What we find people realize when they read their materials is they realize oh my gosh, it's so much simpler than I was doing this. I thought this was going to be a hard thing to do. In actuality, what Admanity is showing me is how to simplify, simplify, simplify. We all started out as back in the caveman days, and there's only one language, and that is the language of emotion. So if you said, ugh, that probably meant stay away from my girl, right? (laughs) And ugh, ugh, that meant and my food as well, right? So you just, you know, it, that's all there was. The brain had not developed. We didn't have language and cognitive thought at that point. It was just emotion. And so those were the first feelings of humanity. And that remains in you today. So we just show you how to do it caveman style to reach everyone's inner caveman. It's all there. It's all still there. We're all born with the same primal emotions. You know exactly how to experience happiness. You know exactly how to experience curiosity and um, approval and all these. They're very simple. We just show you how to string them together so that it forms an ad formula. And you just want to continue to present to the world as an emotional brand and not a factual one. Mm -hmm. All these bullets and Me Too selling points start to sound alike, and that engages the conscious mind. The conscious mind says, I've got to step in and figure this out. Look at all these facts. Oh my gosh, I got to get, I got to think about this. And of course it starts to eliminate you as an option because it's just too complicated. You're making it think Um, too hard. So brands should market. What we teach is if you're a small little guy, your little brand, I don't care if you have a hot dog cart sitting on the corner, you should advertise 
as a big brand does. In other words, they spent millions of dollars to figure out the emotions that sell. There's a company somewhere that sells hot dogs better than you do, right? And they spent millions to figure that out. Study what they're doing. Because those emotions are the ones that sell hot dogs, evidently, because they're a billion-dollar brand and you're not. Now, you can't spend where they are. You can't even touch the level of spend they have. But emotions are free. Words are free. Formulas are free, right? Mm -hmm. Photos are free. Colors are free. You can go get them. You can do the exact same thing. You just can't spend on their level. Right. And all of the big brands that you see today, I'm, I mean, almost all of these billion dollar, you know, Apple, Coca-Cola, all these brands that we, we grew up with as big brands started out as little tiny brands that were struggling along. And a lot of them got close to not making it. And then they hit their formula. They found their ad formula. And oh my gosh, it's been clear sailing ever since. But we teach you how to look for that because that's where you really want to go. If you want to grow. Just do what the big boys are doing because, man, they're spending the money to do it right. They're hiring million-dollar ad agencies. And like I said, if you can do the same thing. There's no copyright. You can't plagiarize their words, but you can say something similar about your product. So how would you then advise a brand, a small brand, to say, so if they're looking at their top competitor and they're able to discern the emotional formula that the big guys are using, I'm sure it's not enough to just replicate it. How does your technology help the small businesses discern the formula that they need, but also creating differentiation for themselves and not just copying what the big guys are doing? Well, we give you 16 different formulas for advertising in the big report, not for free, but you can easily obtain it from us. So there's 16 different ways to get to the same destination right there, okay. all involving different emotions different avenues, and people will say, oh, I found four or five right off the bat that are just absolutely perfect for me. And you just read them very simply. They're in layman's terms, and you can see exactly what to do with them. And then you just have to figure out, yeah, I don't want it to look just like the Geico ad if I sell insurance, right? I don't want to have the lizard in there. I certainly, you know, got to be careful about my slogan to make sure I don't copy theirs. But if, if, for example, if you look at Geico's slogan, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more. Save time, save money. That's what that's saying. That's a very critical part of their formula. That's why it's in every commercial. Save time, save money. Well, you could do something like that. You could just say save time and save money. Call us. You could simply do that because evidently that's a pretty important mm -hmm. part of their formula. And, of course, something happy, something funny, something cute. They know you don't like insurance. Who does? but you could like the lizard. And if you like the lizard, you kind of like us a little, come on, admit it, you like the lizard. Uh, now insurance doesn't seem so awful, does it? If you don't like the lizard, you like flow at Progressive or the Liberty, 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 mm -hmm. or the uh, bump, 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 that's farmers and the safe farm guys. They're all doing it. They're all yep. creating happy, safe money ads. Why do you think the top six insurers in the country are all doing the exact same formula at the exact same time because it works. It doesn't matter that six companies are doing it because there's plenty of money to go around. Guess what? Those six companies have 75% of the market share. So if I was selling insurance, I'd be looking at that formula pretty strongly and just trying right. to figure out how I could do it on my little budget and be clever, but right. not expensive. Right. I'd like to turn the conversation 
onto Admanity as a brand itself, right? Mm -hmm. So you are a business owner. You're also behind the brand of Admanity. And one of the things that I like to talk about is looking at a brand's raw truth. And I talk about raw truth and the fact that the things that are fundamental, distinctive characteristics that are unchangeable about your brand and is unchangeable by business objectives, marketing objectives. So my question is, what is the raw truth behind Admanity that's considered to be distinctive and unchangeable? How would you describe that? Well, emotions have been with us forever. And so we're operating with uh, almost a primal product, but that has really never been fully, you know, understood emotionally or intellectually. How do you put an, a mathematical algorithm together to map out human emotions, which are wild and crazy? It doesn't seem like it should go together. Right. But once you see the formulas, you realize, hey, there's a reason these things are repeating over and over. Our primal center, the, the rich, chewy center of admanity is to show you just how easy this stuff is. It may not be easy to execute the perfect ad, right? That is never going to be easy, but it's easy to understand what elements should go into it. And from there, you can figure things out fairly quickly. So our goal is to just sort of raise the bar of awareness of the world. You know, let's get back up to emotional level thinking. Stop thinking about your brand like it's a box of tools and sitting on a hardware store shelf. It is all about the emotion of what happens after they buy. How do they feel? What does it solve? What problem is alleviated forever? Will a child smile? Will a puppy wag its tail? What will be the outcome of owning this brand? That's what humans want to get to, whether they say it or not. And so we're trying to raise the bar of awareness by lowering the level of complication that's involved mm -hmm. in creating great marketing messages. Simple as that. So the big report that people would pay, they first get your initial link for the initial assessment. And normally that's also a paid for service, correct? Yes. If you go to our website, you can buy the complete Admanity protocol, which includes the test, the mini test results, a portal, digital portal online, and a 150-page report all about your company and how to, how to do it right, and 100 email teaching lessons and access to 200 million stock photos. That's $997. But we also, today, we're going to do a free treat for your listeners. We're going to allow them to take the Admanity, same test, same exact questions, everything's uh, all the same, mm -hmm. and get the mini result and access to their digital portal and the 200 million stock photos for absolutely free. Uh, all right. So you see if you like it and see what, if you want to go farther, you can. If not, enjoy. We're going to send you 100 lessons on marketing over a year, just two per week. Each one will be something you didn't learn in school about branding, marketing, copywriting, advertising. It's our gift. There's no obligation. You never have to spend money if you don't want to with that manity. We give so much away for free. In fact, our goal is to give away a million admanity protocol assessments and help a million small businesses for absolutely free to get to where they need to go. Wherever that is, the algorithms will 
point that out. That's very cool. Well, first of all, thank you. I'm going to thank you on behalf of my listeners too. I think that that's very cool and a huge service to be giving away for free. I think, you know, what I'm seeing here is you're in the business of having people take this assessment if they want to take it further and get the larger 150 page report that's really where the formulas come in that you're speaking about. Is that right? Yeah. The instant result that you receive will tell you if you think we're right, right? Mm -hmm. It'll share with you, this is what we think. These are some do's and don'ts. About 40 to 50 items are in that small report. So there's a lot of information in there. Mm -hmm. And if you see that being dead on accurate, as most people do, then you can look into getting more detailed solutions, which are all in the bigger report the exact how-to stuff is in there and if you just like taking the test for the fun of it um you'll learn a few things about your brand you didn't know the emails will come in will educate you you'll be surprised we get over 50 percent open rate on our emails and the reason is because they're interesting they're interactive they're fun people love learning if you make learning kind of fun Mm -hmm. so we do that so yeah you can just take the free test and you could never see us again but a lot of people want to know, well, wait a minute, if there are answers for my brand, yeah. and it's not that expensive to get, and let's face it, we spend more money than that on just about everything. Why wouldn't I want to have those? And yeah. we give a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you decide these aren't the answers, you can get all your money back. So there's really no risk at all. Wow. This is starting to sound like an infomercial, but I swear to God, it's not. But I think, no, it's true, though. I think what you're offering is really, it feels too good to be true. But I know that it is true because I already took advantage of it for the consultancy. So I encourage listeners to definitely check it out. We're going to put everything in the show notes that you need to know. So the larger report with the formulas that you're speaking about, one of the values that I'm hearing, and you tell me if I'm getting this correctly, is there's not just one formula that people are going to get of like, okay, it's X and Y and do that. And that's your formula. You're giving them 16 different variations of how to put this formula together. Is that right? Yeah. I'll give you the list of what people get. You get first a complete understanding of your archetype, your emotion. The emotion of your brand will be determined by the the assessment test. Once we know that, we're going to tell you all about that. Then we're going to give you 16 different formulas to market yourself. 16 boats all going to the same harbor, as I like to say. So uh, one might be great for email. Another one might say, oh, this would be perfect for our social media, our website, our funnels, right? So you have different uses. And each one will be determined, the outcome. We'll tell you the key elements that go into the ad, but the outbound creative, the thing that actually the consumer sees will be up to the customer. That's why we give you access to all the photos. We also give you all the words. We have broken down the English language to only the words that apply to your brand. So now you can just go pick and choose this word library, words, phrases, and metaphors, all that will work for your brand. We'll show you the colors of your brand. We'll show you the upsells. So it seems the brand with ineffective advertising are the ones who make people think way too hard. We know this from our blindsight episode number 31, when we talked about neuromarketing and what really lights up our brains. 
I love whenever anyone brings up insurance examples, right? It's the best example of a commodity service creating differentiation with memorable advertising hooks. Geico and the Martin Agency, though, they get credit for doing it first, featuring the Gecko in 1999, but I digress. Moving on. I'm viewing Admanity's offering as not just a small business tool, but a resource for strategists, creatives, copywriters. I mean, because we can, in theory, do our jobs a little bit faster and dare I say better, armed with an understanding of the exact emotional triggers we know people will favorably respond to. I mean, I'm into it. It's like this cool sandbox that's filled with all these toys that we get to play with. I love it. You had mentioned before in the formula, there's usually two emotions as triggers in any particular formula. Can you just talk and tell us why two? Why not three? Why not one? We say in Advanity, one plus two equals three. That is our formula, if you will. All the formulas are one emotion plus two, a second emotion, creates the desire for the third. So if you are an authority brand, you want somebody to buy your authority brand, whatever that is, a brand of trust. You must create two emotions in the ad that combine well, based on all the formulas and everything we've examined, that make people say, hmm, that authority brand looks pretty good to me. Now, that's just psychology, but to know which two is really important, we give you 16 different combinations of those two. So you don't have to stick with just one. Okay. Um, and so th- we found that there, no one brand can just market by one emotion and say, yeah, that's it. That's all we are. Like I said, the next brand that does the exact mm-hmm. same thing is going to come out and beat you and just lower the price by a nickel and you're out. So you need to have an emotional desire to attract the customer to your brand. You can't just beat them by a nickel because that's a losing game. You make them feel like they want the brand. People feel like buying. They don't just buy like robots. They feel it, then they buy. That's why there's two emotions, because they play off each other and they trigger the third. Yes. Couldn't agree more. Why should my listeners believe any of this, that this technology is going to whip out this amazing report and give them formulas that work? Well, like I said, it took 74 algorithms of failure. (laughs) We didn't do this on the first try. There was no previous model to even borrow thought from. And everything we developed was proprietary to ourselves. So there's no copycat. This doesn't look like a Myers-Briggs or a DISC test for personality because it wasn't based on those at all. People ask that all the time, too. This is our own algorithms. And the proof is in the outcome. When you see it, you'll agree with it. If you took your test with any normalcy whatsoever, and even the test allows for errors in the answers, so that you don't have to take a perfect test, mm-hmm. the algorithms will figure you out. And that's what took seven years. Okay. So you put down the gauntlet and I love it. So if someone is answering, I just want to make sure that we're guiding people in the right manner, that if you work at an ad agency and you're representing and you're doing work for a brand, how are they answering the questions on behalf of the brand or on behalf of themselves as the agency? If the agency is taking the test and trying to help a client, they should put themselves in the shoes of the client. You know, I own this company for five minutes. Yes. How would I answer these simple questions? They're all true, false. So it's like the brand, you know, our brand does this, true or false. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. real simple. 
our customers like it when we do this, true or false. So anybody with a modicum of knowledge about that brand can really probably complete the test. Because all we're trying to do is archetype the brand and get it into the right stadium. Right. right? There's 16, 15 stadiums, so we want to get you in the right one. Now we can get specific. That's all they should be doing is just pretending yep. that they own this thing for five minutes mm-hmm. and try not to let wishful thinking. In other words, if there's a really good statement and you say, oh, man, yeah, I wish I was like that. Boy, that would be something. But you're not, are you? You're not let that way. You don't do that. So say false. You know, you, you've got to be right. honest with yourself. Right, right. You want a good result. You do. You really do. You really can't fool this test. You shouldn't try to outsmart it. It's designed to be simple and fast and fun. And that's the way you should take it. Do you have any competitors? It sounds like that you probably don't. But who's in your competitive landscape that you would consider that are even on the playing field? We kind of shot the cannon into the blue ocean. We're swimming alone right now. That's great. But I guess the closest competitor to us would be an agency. And we love agencies, by the way. I'm not down on agencies. These, mm-hmm. these people know that every great ad in history has been created by an agency, right? The bigger, the big ads anyway. You can learn from them. But agencies are smart people. And they love the protocol, by the way, because it helps them get to their job quicker and more efficiently for the client. First of all, are you trying to put me out of business as a strategist? Because that is not cool on my own podcast to be making me unemployed right now. So who, in terms of your customer base, what's kind of your breakdown between like direct clients of small businesses in that pool versus agencies, maybe even consultancies? We have mom and pop business owners who just want to know the answers for their brand. They're going to self-direct, do their own thing. They just want to do it better. So they just uh, get their red manatee report and off they go. And we're here to help them after they buy as well. We answer questions. We do Zoom calls all the time. No charge. Then you get into the consultancies and agencies and people who are hired to help the brand. And they love it because it saves them a lot of time and energy. And they can just go right to work on what actually is more likely to work rather than wasting the client's time or money. That's great. Well, hopefully our listeners will take advantage of it and start taking some tests of their own. We want to help. And that's why we're offering the free test. They just have to write to us at info at advanity.com. That's it. And just say, I want the free test. I heard about you on Jacqueline's podcast. I want to know more. Can you please send me that free? That's it. How do you plan to market and grow Admanity in the future? Do you have any specific marketing plans this year? Well, as soon as your podcast hits, we're probably done marketing, right? The world (laughs) will know and it's over. That's it. Done and done. You're welcome. (laughs) You'll invoice me. Well, first of all, word of mouth has been our friend. People take this and they realize, oh my gosh, this is better than you even said it was. Mm -hmm. You got to try this thing. Get that all, all the time. We give out free tests to try to, you know, say, look, we're here to help. You can take us up on this and never have to buy a thing. You know, we're trying to do an altruistic thing here to make sure that everybody gets a fair chance at these answers, even if you don't have a dime. You know, business people are smart. They're the hardest working people in the world. They're not stupid. It's not that they don't work hard. It's that they just simply haven't hit the formula. As hard as people work in a small business, it's their whole life. And they just have to devote more, you know, they get this much marketing in them and they, they get distracted and they have to go wash the dishes or something. We try to show you just how simple it can be. Because I guarantee you, if you ask the CEO of a giant brand, billion dollar brand, 
You say, give me the emotions that you trigger in all your ads. He'll say, boom and boom, every time. They know it. You ask that same question to a small business owner, they'll say, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe excitement. Uh, you know, they don't know. Brian, I have one more question for you. And this is a question I love to ask all of my guests because I get such interesting answers, which is, write the headline five years from now in a glowing feature story about Admanity. Uh, I would love to see something like this in print. How Admanity changed the marketing world and helped millions of small business by giving its products away. How many people can you help by giving away your stuff? At first, it seems absolutely like the wrong thing to do. We're here to make money. We're here to sell stuff. Right. But we have much better results by being generous up front, giving things away. If you give, you receive. It's Reciprocity 101. And I would someday like to see that headline that points out that we got to wherever we ended up by being good, nice people that gave away a lot of free stuff just in the name of helping people first. I love it. Thank you so much for being our guest today. I cannot wait to see how many ports we get from putting the links in the show notes. Jack, it's been an honor and a pleasure. It's a great show. I advise everybody, if you're listening to this show, keep listening to the other shows. Uh, You do a great job. You really come up with great questions and it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, that wraps up my conversation with CEO Brian Gregory. Something different, right? I know. I love keeping you on your toes. This is what I do. All right. Here's some closing insights for you to think about today. We all know the power of emotions in advertising, duh. But admittedly, it really can be hard to put your finger on them, though. As a strategist, I uncover a brand's raw truth. I uncover their prime values and I use traditional archetypes to solidify how that brand should behave out in the world. But often the missing link is on the receiving end, the audience. Which emotional levers strike a chord? We typically solve for it with focus groups and surveys and asking them, which still work. But Admanity is giving us a faster alternative to think about, especially for small businesses to answer three critical questions. Who are you? What do you offer and why should people care? And then secondly, I know that there was a lot of talk about formulas today, maybe zapping you of creative inspiration, but let me reframe it for you. In 1949, Joseph Campbell created The Hero's Journey, which was later adopted by blockbuster movies like Star Wars, Harry Potter, and The Lion King, just to name a few. They all follow a formula. He outlines 12 stages of The Hero's Journey But the formula is always the same and it follows three main steps, the departure, the initiation, and the return. Look it up, it's awesome, and it applies to basically every great movie out there. So just remember, the best storytellers of our time follow a structure to capture our subconscious and keep our attention. Our marketing shouldn't be any different. And then finally, Admanity's raw truth being altruism is giving away tools just for guests of Uncooked today. So don't forget to check out the show notes for how to access your free assessment of your brand's emotional archetype. It is worth the five minutes. I did it for my marketing consultancy and I was floored by how on point the results were. Let me know if you feel the same after you take yours, leave comments in an Apple review or just click my speaky link for the audio message. It's an opportunity to learn something new at a very low risk, so definitely take advantage. 
You can learn more about Brian and Admanity at admanity.com. This has been an episode of Uncooked. I'm Jacqueline Lieberman, founder and chief strategist at Brand Crudo, a marketing consultancy. If you want to discuss how your company can find differentiation and activate your brand purpose in marketing, this is what I do every day. You can find my contact info on brandcrudo.com or the show notes. Thanks again for listening.